Hello gorgeous, welcome to another episode of Gala Loves Everything and this episode is all about your feminine essence, signs that you might be disconnected from it, what to do about it and today is a very special day, it's 2-22-22 and it is the launch day of my brand new book, The Venus Codes, which is my fourth book. And it is literally all about this. It is about being in your feminine and what that means. And I started writing this because it wasn't just that I was struggling with this. It was that I kept meeting women who were in the same spot as me. They were tight and dry and controlling. They were in hustle mode all the time. They felt completely exhausted. They had chronic pain. Um, They were just basically had allowed society to kill their femininity. And it's really wild when you think about what we've been indoctrinated to believe. And a lot of us have this belief that Being in your feminine means that you're weak or that you're powerless, that you're going to let someone else control you, and that it's just not safe to be in your feminine. And so as a result of, you know, learning this growing up, getting these overt and covert messages from our mothers, from our families, from society, we start to close ourselves down. And often we have experienced abuse or trauma or something like that, which also closes us up. So it's no surprise that we do this. But the problem with closing yourself up in this way is that you're then not experiencing the totality of yourself. And in my opinion, when you experience all of yourself, you're experiencing the whole universe. And so to just operate in this one mode, this masculine mode, this hustle mode where it's like, what can you get done? How productive are you? How much money do you have in your bank account? Like all of these things, it's no wonder we feel exhausted because we're operating from a place that we're not really supposed to be operating from. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't have your own life and make your own money and do all of those things. Because the other thing that we've been taught is either there's like one of two options. Either you can hold on to your job and your career and never give in to a man or a partner, or you lay down your ambition at a man's feet and you completely rely on him 100%. Like, so no wonder we feel trapped, but it's a false dichotomy. It's totally possible to love your life, have a great career that's fulfilling, and also deeply love and trust and admire your partner and have them love and trust and admire you too. And this idea scares the shit out of so many of us. And like, I can just say this with authority because I was there for so long. And for so long, I even resisted the idea that there was something I needed to change. But then when I looked at my relationships and I was like, wow, okay, I keep getting the same feedback over and over. And I'm essentially behaving like a female fuckboy with these people that I love, but I don't know how to let them in because my programming tells me it's just not safe for me to do so. But now that I have like seen the light and I'm on the other side, I can't tell you the transformative, joyful, radiant, heart-opening experience of really allowing myself to love and trust someone. And 
if you're in love or you want to be in love, I really believe that if you cannot let your feminine shine, you're not really allowing all of yourself to be seen and known. And isn't that what we really want? I think it is. And I feel like I can say all of this because I am successful and I've done really well and I'm super proud of what I've accomplished. But I remember being on a trip a couple of years ago. I went to Venice, Italy with two of my best friends, Kat and Shauna, who I love so much. And we were there and we were having a lovely time. But as I was walking around, you know, crossing these bridges and walking on cobblestones and looking at this amazing architecture, I couldn't help thinking, I wish I was here with a man who loved me. And no matter how successful you are, how much money you make, how big your home is, how many employees you have, how many, I don't know, media features you get, nothing is going to fill that space except for a partner. And we have been told and taught that to want love or a partner is like it's codependent or it's not healthy or we need to be fully independent in order to, to really love ourselves. We're not designed for that. We're not designed to be solo creatures. We're not designed to be hermits. We're designed to be loved and love others. And that doesn't make you wrong or bad or codependent or weak. It makes you human. And of course, it's so important to love yourself the way you are right now. But really, life becomes fully alive and rich and meaningful when you are with someone that you love and you trust and respect. And it's so important that we know that. And it's crazy that that seems like a controversial thing to say. <laughs> It's not. There's a reason why people get into relationships. There's a reason why people want love. We are literally engineered for it. And that doesn't make you wrong or bad. So let's talk about some signs that you're disconnected from your feminine essence. And I posted this on my Instagram a little while ago, and I'm going to go into it in some more detail here. But this post exploded because... Like I said, I just keep meeting women who are struggling with these things. Like this is not an isolated incident. This is not just me. It's not just you. I met women at New Year's Eve parties who were talking about this. I meet women who do my eyelashes who are talking about this. It's like, it's everywhere I go. This is a, an epidemic <laughs> of women who have turned off their feminine because they think it's weak and they think that they need to be in their masculine to get shit done. And you will get shit done in your masculine. Don't like get me wrong. You will get shit done in your masculine, but there's a cost. And the cost is often, I think, higher than we should be willing to pay. So the first sign that you're disconnected from your feminine essence is that you live in your head and not in your body. You have no concept of feelings, right? You have turned most of your emotions off because they just seem inconvenient and inconsequential and a bother. And as a result, you just live in your head. You basically don't even need your body. You're essentially just a head walking around, thinking about everything, analyzing everything. Um, you just live up there. You never stop to be like, hmm, what am I feeling about this? What does my body want? What am I yearning for? What are my desires? 
And I've been talking recently about how if you want to live a really juicy, lit up life, you have to live from your body's yearnings, not your intellectual wantings. It's a completely different thing. Your mind will tell you, yeah, I want a million followers and I want to buy this house and I want to do X, Y, Z, achieve, blah, blah, blah. Your heart will say, I want to relax. I want to be loved. Here are my urges. They're completely different. And if you live a life from your head, you might end up with like a list of accomplishments. But did you feel any of them? Did they bring you joy? Did they bring you radiance? Did they make you feel alive? Probably not, because when we're in our head, we just chase goals, we don't celebrate them, we tick them off and we move on to the next thing, and then we wonder why our life feels empty when we already have all the things that we said we wanted. Living in your head and not your body is such a trap, and then you wonder why your body is in pain all the time. Your body's in pain because it's trying to get your attention. It's trying to get you to pay attention to it. Mm. Chew on that one. <laughs> number two, you attract lovers with no ambition. Oh my God. The number of women that I've met who date men who just drop the fucking ball or like can't find a job or live on the couch or don't know what their purpose in life is or whatever is unreal. Like it's incredible. And, you know, I suffered from this too, right? I was so in my masculine that one of my partners quit his job and just didn't get another one. And I was like, okay, cool, I got it. And I supported us for years. That's what happens when you're in your masculine. And you being in your masculine like that can actually turn off your partner's masculine because in relationships, there's always polarity. So if you live in your masculine your partner is going to have to become feminine in order to balance the energy. And then you wonder why they have no ambition and they can't get it together and maybe their sex drive goes away. That's why. And that creates so many problems. Like, I mean, I've just talked to so many successful women who date deadbeats. And there's nothing less attractive to a woman who is like living her best life than a man who is just loafing around. Oh my God. And then you just keep attracting the same kind of men. Or you attract men who are like living their purpose, they're in it. And then once you get together, you're so in your masculine, they lose their drive. And you're like, wait, who are you? Yeah. We have to start taking responsibility for what we are creating in our relationships. It is not always the other person. What are you doing to foster that? I know that's a really uncomfortable question to ask, and I didn't want to ask it of myself either, and then when I started asking it, I was like, holy shit. Okay, this is a me problem. And the good news about it being a me problem, even though it's a bit of an <laughs> insult to my ego, is that I can fix it. I can change it. Okay, cool. Number three, you're more likely to make a pros and cons list than feel into your intuition. This is such a sign that you're disconnected from your feminine when you don't trust your intuition. You are just living in your head. You're like, okay, what's the logical thing to do here? I think the best things in life do not happen from your logic. They happen from your feeling it. 
You ever have those things where you're like, I feel like this is the right thing to do and it turns out to be so amazing. And then the thing that like logically works or like the guy who's good on paper, right? It's a disaster. You have to feel it. What do you feel? Do you feel called to something? If you feel that intuitive urge, that pull, you have to follow it. That is where you're gonna be lit up. That is what life is actually all about. Number four, you're looking to your work and or social media to fill you up and validate you. Wow. I took a break from working at the start of the year, kind of like over Christmas and the new year. I took three weeks off and it was really illuminating for me. And one of the things that I realized so much was that when I took a break from it, it was very clear to me how many of my emotional needs I tried to meet through my work, you know? Because through my work, I get to feel like I'm popular, I'm doing a good job, I'm smart, I'm all of these things. People love me, I'm really helping them, blah, blah, blah. And when I stepped away from doing that, I was like, wow, I'm really looking to my work to get so many of these needs met. No wonder my partners feel like I don't need them because I don't really need them. I can get that stuff from my work, but at the same time, getting those messages and things like that from strangers, like it's great, but it doesn't fill me up in the way that an intimate relationship will. And I think so many of us are settling for Instagram likes because it's a safe way of feeling love and validation rather than the risk of being with a partner and letting them in and letting them really see you. Like that is way scarier than people not liking your Instagram post. And I think we are really a group of people who have learned to substitute the unsafe thing, like deep intimacy, for the safe thing, which is being on the internet all the time, you know, trying to get validation from strangers. We're not designed for this. It's like, you know, you're on Instagram all day and TikTok all night, and then you wonder why you feel empty. It's because it's like a... It's a facsimile of what you really want. It's the easy, quote unquote, version of what you really want, but it doesn't actually do the job. It's like eating sugar when you're hungry. It like gives you that hit, but it's not nourishing. It's not fulfilling. There's more out there for you. Number five, you've bought into hustle culture and you feel constantly burnt out. I mean, I think this is literally every woman I know. Every woman I know is in this place. So I don't even know that I need to go into it more. I think you know that's where we're at. Yeah, you bought into hustle culture and you feel constantly burnt out. You think you have to be Gary Vaynerchuk. Spoiler alert, you fucking don't. You don't. And if that's where you wanna go, you're just gonna feel tired. I don't wanna feel tired. I wanna feel well rested. I wanna wake up feeling joyful. Oh, don't you want that too? Number six, you think of the feminine as being weak and powerless. Yeah, we have really been indoctrinated to believe this. And, you know, some of us may have grown up with looking at our family dynamic and we've seen women in our families be dominated by men and we think there's no fucking way I'm doing that. There's no way I'm doing that. But the feminine is actually divinely powerful. 
You know, if you look at goddesses through history, they weren't shrinking violets. They didn't allow themselves to be told what to do. They were absolutely powerful in their own right. And it's time that we reclaim this. It's time that we reclaim that feeling your feelings and feeling alive and being creative and being in flow and being in joy is important, it's vital, and it's deeply powerful. The only way to have power is not by taking shit off your to-do list. Come on. that We are so much more than that. We have so much more inside of us than a to-do list. So let's allow ourselves to explore that because it's a beautiful exploration. Oh my God. Number seven, you expect disappointment in love. Woo-hoo-hoo. Oh my goodness. How many of us are on dating apps looking at men already thinking about the ways that people are going to disappoint us? We start dating, we're waiting for the other shoe to drop. We are just suspicious and cautious and we can't trust and we're just waiting for them to let us down like so many others have let us down before. But I really feel like when we go into love, we have to approach it from a beginner's mindset. And what that really means is that we have to let go of those preconceived notions we have about our partners or love or men or women or whoever we date. And we have to look at it from a completely blank slate. And I know that that can be really hard, but it's so unfair to drag your baggage from another relationship into a new one. You're basically punishing who you're with now for what happened in the past. And that's not fair. And you wouldn't want someone to do that to you. And it's interesting. I almost feel like in my experience, men have a better time at letting go of their fear around love than women do. And I'm not sure why that is, but I feel like men, or at least the men I've met, go into love and relationships more open-hearted than I have. And I don't know why that is, but I think it's really fascinating. And letting go of this belief that we're going to be disappointed requires healing our heart and requires healing our inner child and healing some old family dynamics too, because a lot of this stuff stems from our childhood. And that's what we talk about in the Venus Codes, healing your heart, healing your inner child. And it's really beautiful work. I can't tell you what it, it feels like a weight comes off your heart when you do this. It's unbelievable. You totally see the world in a new way. And number eight, you find it almost impossible to relax, which I think is pretty much everyone these days. Pretty much everyone. We're just like plugged into like, what am I doing today? What's my hustle? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, come on now. So not helpful. There's so much more available to us. So (laughs) if you want to learn what to do, I've been writing about my adventures and my explorations and my tools and the tapping I've been doing in my new book, The Venus Codes. And this book is only on sale for one week because we are creating this beautiful container. We're doing it together. It's a really safe space where we can go into this together and work through it. So The Venus Codes link is bit.ly slash Venus Codes, or you can find it on the show notes or my Instagram. 
and it's only available for a week. And this is a digital experience. So when you join, you will get access immediately to a bonus podcast episode I recorded, which is about my journey to femininity and the roadblocks I encountered. And there's like five of them that were really big for me, like really big moments of like realization and then transformation. And we have, I mean, we started selling this book yesterday secretly to our interest list and I've had so many comments on it already and women were like, oh my God, these are my roadblocks too. And sometimes it helps just to hear what the roadblocks were because then you're like, wow, now I have awareness that I'm doing this thing and now I can move into changing it. But when you don't even know what's blocking you or what's stopping you, it can be really hard to shift it. So you get access to that bonus podcast. And then on March the 1st, we are doing a big welcome Zoom party, which is so exciting. And I'm going to be talking about my secrets to feminine magnetism, which you're going to love. And if you can't join us live for that, you'll get the replay, obviously, as a video that you can watch whenever you want. And then throughout the next 10 months, you'll get a chapter every month as a PDF so you can read it if you want to, but you'll also get the audiobook. So you'll get me reading it aloud to you as an MP3 that you can download and save to your phone or wherever. So you can listen to it if that is more like your vibe. And I mean, I've been writing books like this for a long time where I release one chapter a month with the audiobook. People love the audiobook. I think it's cool because it's just like a podcast, you know, and you can listen to it when you're walking around or cleaning your house or whatever you're doing. Um, so people love the audiobook. And then you're also going to get a tapping session every month to go with the chapter to help you break up the stickiness, work through the blocks, and, you know, overcome a hurdle and do that quantum healing that we really want. And this book is such a no-holds-barred look at what's really going on with us. I approach it from really every angle, and I talk about my own journey, but it's really about how do we heal this part of ourselves so that we can experience the totality of who we are? Because I really believe that when we have access to our femininity, it gives us access to the entire universe. And it's a transcendent experience to be connected to the entirety of you because you are the universe. But when you are just living in your head, you're in hustle mode, you just live from the neck up, you are missing so much. And when your heart is cracked open to the world and you can feel everything, then you'll really understand how beautiful the world is, how many blessings are available to you. And that's what I'm going to teach you in this book. So if this is resonating with you, if you're feeling called to this, if it feels like something that you need, you want, you're, you're just lusting for, then that's why I wrote this book. And I've looked at so many books about femininity and they never connected with me. I was just like, oh, this is not helpful to me. I want so much more than this. And my belief is always that if there's something I want in this world, it's up to me to create it and that's what I'm doing and writing this book has been mind-blowing and heart-opening and it's completely changed how I approach my life and I'm working less and receiving more and making more money. I'm more abundant but I have more juiciness and joy in my life and it's just opened my life so much and I want that for you too. So if you want it, 
please join us in the Venus Codes. Like I said, the link is bit.ly slash Venus Codes. We close the doors on Monday night. So I'd love to see you in there. Please let me know if you have any questions. You can DM me on Instagram or you can email my team. It's help at highvibehoney.com and they will get back to you tout sweet, my sweetie. And um, I love you and I hope this was useful. And, and if you are struggling with these things, please know that you are not alone. Like yesterday was our first day of opening up the Venus Codes and it was literally our biggest launch day ever. I've never sold so many of something in one day other than the Vortex on day one. So this has blown everything else out of the water. Like we really need this and I'm devoted to creating something that truly serves you and truly uplevels your life. It's really what I'm about is helping other people, serving them, up-leveling them, releasing shackles, and showing them that there's a whole other world out there just waiting for you, and it's so beautiful. It's technicolor. It's got texture. It's delicious, and it wants you just as much as you want it, so this book will help you access that as well as everything that's inside of you, and it's my deep honor and pleasure to do so. So I love you. I'll see you in the next episode. Mwah!